This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Guess what we're not talking about this morning? This morning, it's time we had to talk about your floors. Try to get some new flooring down before the holidays. Ready to rip up that carpet? I hope so. What tools will you need to get that done? Are we going with hardwood or maybe tile? How do I clean my new floors without causing damage? Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solution 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. This morning is time we had to talk about your floors, trying to get some new flooring down before the holidays, ready to rip up that carpet. That's always fun to think about. A little more work than it seems, maybe. What tools will you need to get that done? And are we going with hardwood or tile? What are you thinking? And how do I clean my new floors without causing damage? That's important, depending on what kind of floor you put down. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How are you doing this morning, fellas? I'm doing great. Everybody Absolutely was, wonderful. Everybody tired? Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> All nighter. Well, uh, I can say that the best thing about doing Fix It 101 this morning is that we're talking about just floors this morning. We're not talking about anything. About, I've done a half of it, and I'm wondering if I'm, it feels like I've been beat to death almost. So, uh, yeah, if you ever meet a flooring guy or a flooring person... I will, that, I will give him a big hug and shake his hand. Right. That, that's exactly what they feel like. I mean, that is some back-breaking work. Oh, gosh. The only thing worse than working on the floor is working on the ceiling. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, big yeah. hand in hand. Yeah. So hands I, and I basically knees. wanted to make sure that I'm, I'm doing this right. You know, I'm ripping up the carpet. I have, a, uh, I have plywood under my carpet. I have a, uh, a cross space with a... Mm-hmm. And... You know, I'm kind of following the instructions that came with the uh, the tile, the right. uh, the vinyl, and mm-hmm. I'm you know scraping it and priming it. Is there anything that I can do to make this go quicker, or should I sand it? I know nobody mentioned anything to me about sanding. Well, first of all, how long did you have the carpet up off the wood? Um, I pulled it up probably. I left it about six hours. Oh. Um, I probably would have recommended maybe a day or so of leaving really? that carpet off the wood. Yeah, the <clears throat> carpet does, uh, and and I'm sure everyone here can attest to this. Ripping up carpets, one of the most, um, uh, one of those things that you do in life that you think, oh my gosh, thank goodness I did this. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that carpet will hold moisture. It'll hold a whole bunch of stuff. And I always like to think that if it's on a wood floor, especially, to let that wood air out for a few days because it can right. get all kinds of stuff on it. Um, uh, Dell, Jeff, good to know. what are your thoughts? I would recommend the same thing. Let it air dry a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just inspect it real good is the key. You know, you want to get all those um, nails and everything out if you're going to sand it or um, even mop it in some time. You know, okay. trying to get some of that glue off and yeah. things like that. Once you have flooring up off the floor, one of the great things to do also, if it's a wood floor, is to go ahead and check around for any of those creaks and get those screwed down. Sure. Yep. Yes. Right. right. That that and just make sure that uh, if, if you uh, wouldn't be a bad idea to probably um, bond your seams. There's a floor leveling compound out there that you can put on your seams because mm-hmm. anything that's on that plywood is going to telegraph through that 
um, stick on vinyl. Okay. Yeah, I, I I did notice that in a few a few places. I, I may have made a mistake, and I did my master bedroom before my kids' bedroom. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so I should have uh, been there first. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I would just keep in mind that, that anything you see, you're going to see through that through that vinyl. Yeah, it's like and, painting. Um, okay. So it will I, come I did through. prime it. You know, I'll, uh, I'll let the primer sit longer than a, a little longer than they recommended. Good. Um. So uh, hopefully it goes all right. I'm just dreading these next two rooms. Yeah, look, I'm I'm proud for you. Yeah, <laughs> and and I will tell you uh, because your back hurts, that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. There that you means go. you're doing it right. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a heavy duty truck technician. So you know, I, I <laughs> and like, the floor's killing you. <laughs> get <laughs> you some out. get you some knee pads that will that will help. Knee pads and Tylenol. That's how you get through floors. All, all right. right. Well. Appreciate the good, bad news. Right. Thanks, Robert. <laughs> that is something that, that a lot of people need to look for if they're pulling up a floor that is wood. And if they notice there's always been this one spot that they step on that they get a creak. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the time that you, uh, and especially just for me, my personal opinion is that's the time where you get a screw out. You don't nail it down. You that's screw right. it down. That's right. Uh, and that screw won't pull out as easy as that nail will, and you'll get rid of that creak. A lot of people get those on their stairs. So mm-hmm. if you're taking maybe carpet off of stairs, you might want to look at that because mm-hmm. stairs get more play, more weight, that kind of thing, and, and tend to get creaks more often. Definitely with that traffic. You, you know, something to think about, too. If you're if you're pulling up carpet, mm-hmm. it's always a good idea. Take your razor knife. Cut that carpet into about uh, 16, 18-inch strips. Mm-hmm. Roll that up. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, your trash service, if it's rolled up and tied up, will will dispose of that for you versus, you know, a 12-foot roll of carpet. Well, outside of that, if you've yeah. never done this before, you might not know how heavy old carpet is. Uh, and old carpet is really, really yes. heavy. Yes. Yeah, to pull up a whole <clears throat> a 12 by 12, oh, wow. You're going to need two or three people. And here's something, a mistake that I made early on, the first time I pulled carpet up out of a house, was I pulled it up in one big you know, right. thing, right. and then I tried to pull it out the door to take it up front. Well, what happens is the bottom of carpet is very abrasive. Mm-hmm. So what it did was it, it really scratched up my door frame trying to get it out of the yep. house. Yep. You do more damage than, uh, than yeah. good. Yeah. So so what you, your suggestion of cutting it up into smaller, more manageable pieces, I think, is uh, some really good advice. Keep some duct tape or some um, tie straps. Just tie it up, and yeah. um, they will uh, pick it up if it's no bigger than 36 inches. So what do you guys think? What is, uh, what's some of the popular flooring options you guys see going in right now? Well, you know, a lot, a lot depends, on, um, depends on your budget, but a, a good quality floating floor uh, is probably the lower end of your budget. What do you mean by a floating floor? Okay, floating floor is just a snap lock together. It's got a pad. So you're talking uh, about wood of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it it locks together. Um, one or two things to be concerned is when you're doing a floating floor, it should not be tight. Uh, you should have about a quarter inch gap around your around your perimeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it goes quickly. There's no there's no glue. There's some cutting involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need a chop saw. You need a mallet. Um, and then just some get down on your hands and knees and put it in. So uh, it's fairly quick, fairly simple. And then I would think from there you would go to your glue down, mm-hmm. laminate. Uh, from there you're you're going to go to your solids, uh, sand, stain, and finish. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, more expensive. You guys see a lot of action in tile these days. Is is, is tile a, still a popular option? Sure. Absolutely. Yes, it what, is. What kind of tiles going into uh, houses a lot these days? More of um, the flexible, the same thing, the uh, the floating, um, the snap and pop. Or I've noticed a lot of folks going the towards the wood look, yeah, mm-hmm. the wood looking tile. Mm-hmm. I see that in uh, several houses now. Uh, but tile can be clean. We did that when we remodeled our home. Was we went with all tile because we have a thousand dogs and a thousand sure. children. And uh, you want something easy to clean. Now, something you can look at, too, um, I, and this has been very successful, is uh, stain your slab, stain your right. concrete to look like tile. Now, you know, I've seen that before, and my, my thought was always, uh, especially if you have little ones in the house, man, hitting your cranium 
on the slab feels like it's going to hurt more than it would like a floating floor. Well, yeah. Yeah. It is. It's unforgiving. (laughs) But, I mean, you know, you're only going to do that a couple times before you learn. The thing I would be concerned about is that finish. You know, keeping the finish from, you know, the scratches and scars. I know you can um, put a good finish on that concrete, but I don't care what you do over a period of time. The tile surface is going to last um, longer without um, having to keep recoding it or finish it down and protect okay. it again. Are you speaking of like ceramic? Uh, no, like just the concrete. Like if you uh, stain your concrete. No, I mean, you said the tile might last longer. Yes, because yeah. uh, moving furniture and things like that is skating in the house. You know, it's <laughs> not going to um, last. Your house you know, obviously looks a lot like mine. All right. Yeah, let's go traffic. Yeah. Let's go to Earl and Natchez. He's got a question about concrete flooring. Are you with us today, Earl? Hey, I'm here. All right. So you're doing a concrete floor? Yes, sir. I did a concrete floor back around 10 years ago, and it, I just screeded it off a little bit. It didn't have, uh, wasn't smooth by any means, and uh, decided you was going to make a kitchen, and put a little bit of uh, roof and tar down there and put some half-inch CDX on top of that and linoleum. Over the years, the dishwasher leaked and uh, rotted, got under the linoleum, of course, and uh, rotted some of that CDX. So my wife got in there and went to pulling everything up. So now we've got a very uneven, it's got hills and valleys all throughout the uh, concrete, and of course it's got pieces of the CDX still stuck to it for the and get the uh, tar up. But I was wondering how in the world can I smooth that concrete down enough to where maybe I could put a floating wooden floor over the top of it. I have a, a belt sander with some mm-hmm. 60 grit and 80 grit sandpaper. I thought about getting in there and trying to smooth everything down a little bit with that. But uh, Have you thought about like a leveling compound? Yeah, yeah there, there's a simpler way. Um, uh, there, there. <laughs> now the floor must be clean because it's oh, going to yeah. bond to that to that concrete. So make sure we get all the roofing tar up, it, it, make it clean. And there is a self leveling compound that you can purchase at your big box stores, and you simply pour it pour it out there, and it is going to find the low spots in that floor. Right. It's like, it's like if you pour water down somewhere, yeah. it's always going to be level. There's yeah. no, there's I no. Got, I was just hoping that I didn't have any high spots and that were going to be uh, high enough that it would be thin at, at those spots on that leveling. I was just wondering if there's any way to knock those high spots down to where it would be a little bit more level, so maybe the leveling compound would have a better chance of leveling out. Yeah, you can grind it. You know, you can grind concrete. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's a job. That, yeah, I was wondering if that sixty or eighty grit sandpaper on my belt sander would do it. No, yeah, Dell is shaking his head. No, what's the deal? Dale? No, it just seemed like a lot of um, hard labor, and um, it's it's not going to get uh, the results you want. Um, I would try to see. Um, do you have room for just a little build up in there? Just go ahead and pour you just a, a new surface, a little thicker, about a, an inch or so. Would it be too much? Uh, yes, that would be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, that, yeah, that, an, that inch. Yeah. Anything over an inch. Yeah. Anything over an inch would be weird. Try, okay. try to keep that thing to round an eighth or so. Um, Chisel down. And um, I, I I would still try the floor leveler first. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's the simplest. Uh, and that would be good enough if I could put something like one of you floating wooden floors over it. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. All right, good. Thank you. All right, thank you, sir. All right, we're going to take a break real quick. Uh, We'll continue our discussion right after the break. Listeners, what type of floors would you like to put in your home? What kind of floors do you currently have? What do you like or dislike about them? Call us with with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. Join us in not talking about anything but home repair. 877-MPB-RING or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
From the Capitol steps to your front door, MPB News covers the state like no one else. Our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life. MPB News, online at mpbonline.org and on MPB Think Radio. Mississippi has one of the worst doctor shortages in the country. How can this lack of access to health care be cured? Telehealth is the delivery of health care using technology. It is a video interactive system so that he's on one end of the camera, your mother-in-law's on the other end of the camera. Anything that you can think of doing in person, we can do through telehealth. Can telehealth be Mississippi's virtual lifeline? Tonight at 9 on MPB TV. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, and you can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at org. We have gotten word that we may have to, uh, let's see here, around 930, uh, we'll go to what I think was probably a concession speech. Am I right, Jonas? Yeah, a concession speech uh, from uh, uh, Hillary Clinton coming up at 930. So be listening for that. Until then, we're not talking about that. We're talking about flooring. We're talking about DIY and things that you want to work on in your home and make it that much better. Now, I was going to ask you guys, what should someone consider before they decide what type of floors they want? Now, I had mentioned earlier that we chose our floor better based on traffic, kids, animals, you know, that sure. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what am I looking for when I'm, I'm thinking about a floor? Um, you know, I think those things are, are, are very uh, important. Mm-hmm. Um, I like wood for mm-hmm. the simple fact that it's, it's a little warmer, kind of gives you that mm-hmm. little, you know, tile could be cold. Mm-hmm. Just the cold look. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> leading into my front door, my back, my back door, my side door, right? I'm going to want a little tile there just for the simple fact that clean up. It, it you know I'm gonna get it wet. Right. That's a good uh, point. I'm gonna yeah. scratch it. Yeah. You know? I, I'm kind of the same. I, I like um, different. You know, um, variety. You mm-hmm. know, um, not just <clears throat> one type of floor. I would probably do the same thing: entrance room, um, tile. Mm-hmm. Um, main um, living rooms and quarters like that, uh, wood, and I still kind of like carpet in the bedroom. Okay. Even though a lot of people are removing the carpet right? and just going uh, laminate whole, all the way. But I do know. get the carpet in the bedroom thing because, man, you put your feet on the floor first sure. thing in the morning and, you know. Sure. So I get that. However, you know, it's funny because I think probably the most uh, workable surface you can put down is hardwood. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is that if you don't like the look, you can sand it down and fix it. Possibly. Uh, you can change it. Um, uh, so, like, if you're going to do a stain color or something like that, I remember I moved into a house uh, years ago where uh, the house was built in, I think, 62, and the wood on the floor was gorgeous. Well, I mean, it had been redone a sure. few times. There were stains and things like that, but we had uh, a service come in and resurface that. And it was absolutely gorgeous. And I thought, you know, and then we could go back and, 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 put whatever color we wanted right, on that right. floor, you know, so you can make it as warm or as cool as you wanted. So those are pretty, pretty you, neat. You know, some other cool things you can do. You can, you can put heated floors in your, in your bathroom. Oh, you know, yes. that, that's a, that's a big thing. Uh, and again, not extremely expensive. See, um, I don't, I don't think you, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't have a heated floor because I would, I have to have a reason that I would leave this place, right? I mean, you got you got to leave. <laughs> I'd want to stay there all the time, right? Right. You're like, I understand. All right, and, the phone and, lines are filling up, fellas. We got to go to it. Jay is on the road and uh, is on the road and putting down wood flooring. And, and are you doing that right now, Jay? Jay, are you with us? Hey, Jay, going once. All right. We'll have to move on, Jay. Sorry about that. Uh, John is on the... You, you there, Jay? Okay. He's, he's gone. That. John's on the line in Gulfport. Uh, he's got a question about wood flooring. What's going on with yours, John? 
John? All right. So we lost John also. Let's go to Joe in Raleigh on putting down wood floors. Joe, are you with us? Yes, I am with you. All right. You're the winner. All right. So uh, what's going on, Joe? Uh, I have a quick question about the leveling compound. I'm working on my bathroom. Had a tile floor, which I've pulled up. And there's uh, where the toilet's going to sit. There's about an eighth of an inch cup. And I was wondering, would that leveling compound be usable to, to take care of that small difference? Um, it will, Joe, but now, you know, be, be careful. You're going to put a wax ring there. Have you had any problems with the, with that particular area of the slab? Uh, well, the, it's a, a crawl space and, um, somehow 50 years ago, they put a concrete slab okay. in the bathroom and sure. tile on top of that. Okay. Okay. Uh, a big uh, crack in it and I've taken it out. Okay. Plywood in, but where the toilet's going to sit, there's a. It's not perfectly flat, like an eighth of an inch, and I wondered if the leveling compound would be good enough to smooth that up where I could set the toilet. So you you've taken the mud bed out, and you're down to now plywood. Uh, well, I'm, it was down to the floor joist, but now I've put plywood back over. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Joist. Perfect. Um, it will. Joe, um, but again, be be careful. There, there's a you can shim that that commode. You're going to use a wax ring. Mm-hmm. You may not have a problem there that you think you do. Okay, it's an eighth of an inch. Yes, yeah, about an eighth. Yeah, maybe yeah. slightly over, less uh, than a quarter. But yeah, I no. think you're. I think you may be worrying about something that 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 isn't that's not really yet. yeah not but really going to be a problem for you. Right. Well, right. Bolting, bolting that toilet down to the floor has nothing to do with it leaking or not. Uh, okay. Those leaks are stopped by your wax ring. The bolts hold it in place, blah, blah, blah. But right. um, no, I don't, I don't think you have anything to worry about, Joe. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate it. Uh, this morning we're talking about floors uh, and any other DIY thing you've got going on. But there was another some sort of event that happened last night. Uh, that we're going to take a break for in just a few moments to talk about. Uh, well, not us. We're just talking about DIY stuff today. However, uh, I think uh, Hillary Clinton will be speaking in what, about a minute and a half, Jonas. Is that what we're looking at right now? Yeah, roughly in about a few minutes. I don't know if it's going to be exactly at 930, but as soon as it's on, we're going to take it. We're going to go with it. Okay, cool. You let me know. Uh, now, Guys, I asked you this before the show. Now, give me some. Uh, this is going to be fun. What measurement should you have of the room before you go and shop for materials? How uh, oh, square footage? Yeah, your square footage. So, how do you know that? Length times width. Length times width. Okay, and give so give it um, a little, just an extra foot or six inches. You know, so you won't cut yourself short. Okay. All right. That sounds like an experienced call, right there. Oh yes. Well, you know, again, again. Look at, at measure your room. Twelve a uh, twelve by twelve is hundred forty four square feet. Yeah. Uh, if there's twenty feet in the in a box of wood, uh, mm-hmm. divide that by your one forty four, and obviously you're you're going to have a little bit of wood left over. Right. Well, uh, having done a couple most, of floors myself, I can tell you this. And to what you said, Dell, mm-hmm. is. Uh, if you're putting down tile, you're going to crack a piece. If you're putting down wood, you're going to oversaw a piece. Or you're yeah. going to, I mean, human error. Yeah, you're going to make some mistakes, and there you should give yourself enough leeway to make a couple of mistakes. And one of the things to know about buying either wood or tile is uh, <clears throat> you can buy. Uh, they're like buying lots of yarn. Uh, uh, yeah. It's like buying paint. You know, once you. Uh, you know, if you wait three months to buy another piece of tile, it may look a smidge different. Right, yeah. right. And uh, and then now, if you're putting down wood, too, pay attention to your glue. If you're going to glue it down, mm-hmm. spend the money on the better glue. Really? Yes. Why does the glue make the difference? Um, have you ever walked on someone's floor and you kind of heard it pop yeah. or just not, mm-hmm. not act right? It, it, sometimes you can get a cheap glue. Really? You should spend about $100 a gallon on your glue. Wow, really? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah, it costs. I, I didn't know yeah. that. I, I that's just the same it. response I get from all my customers. Wow. Yes, wow. the glue I didn't know that that costs. Was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. The glue costs. But you don't want it to be cracking and, and stuff about, like that. Yeah, you know, think about there. what that glue is doing. And it's got a hole. It needs some premium in it to... Um, expand and contract some flexibility. So for those who haven't done this before, are there different glues for different um, different materials? Oh, yes. Blocks, wood, concrete. Really? All different bonding okay. agents. And, uh, and if you've ever pulled up... Uh, what are the uh, linoleum before yeah. the stuff oh, they, wow. the stuff they use on linoleum and they used to use this nuclear stuff that was right. just is impossible to get up. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, Toxic. Let, let's be careful of asbestos. Oh, yes. and linoleum tile, especially if you're if you're pulling up a let's say some kitchen tile mm-hmm. and it's green on the back, mm-hmm. it is probably asbestos. Really? Yeah. So that that is nothing to play with, and that would mean that you should get an abatement before absolutely you start working. Okay. Yes, yes, and that doesn't mean a mask, right? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, yeah, you see those commercials about mesothelioma. I think, right. I think that's what they're talking about sure, right there. Sure. So you got to get that abated. Uh, so a couple of things also. What tools should be used? Let's say if you're ripping up carpet, can you just use a standard box cutter thing to get that carpet up? You can use a regular uh, utility knife, you know, if you don't have the carpet or removing tool. Right. Now, the thing that I will say is if you've ever ripped up carpet, you got to watch out for those uh, carpet tacks. Ooh, yes, sir. Right on the side of the wall, and that's what that's what grabs the carpet and holds it tight, and that has to be one of the most violent pieces of metal and, and <laughs> piranha teeth. Yeah, it's terrible. It's, it is. It's a scary thing, and typically because your floor gets moist at some time, when those nails are almost always rusted, <laughs> yeah, and they're just tetanus waiting to happen. Oh yeah. If you if you've never removed carpet it, before, it's it, scary. Extremely sharp. Yes. Um. So, just like little needles. Rose vines. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in uh, just a minute here, we're going to be going to break, and right after that, we're going to go to the concession speech from uh, from Hillary Clinton. So, uh, one of the things also, does tile need padding underneath? There's no. a question that came up. No. No? Depends on Are the Are we tile. talking ceramic? Yeah, sure. No. No. So, all right, what's that? Orange stuff that you see on HGTV that they put down over wood well, to put tile down over that. Okay, that that is the Sluder system. Mm-hmm. Does not get any better, really, than Sluder. It's 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 a waterproofing it, 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 Google the Sluder system when you're lay, laying tile, like in a shower in your bathroom. Uh-huh. Um, it it is. From the advancements we've made in the construction industry, that is probably one of the best. Uh, this this plastic waffle thing that you roll yes. out onto the yes. and then nail it down or screw it down. Yes. Wow. Keeps okay. it from uh, rotting out ever. Right. It, it it also it seems uh, uh it seems to get rid of some of the sway and and maybe some of the plywood that you have down for the floor. There's keeps a, the tile from cracking. There's a there's it, it's almost foolproof when you're putting in a shower to get your get your slopes right to your drain. Uh-huh. Um, they've really improved it, really got it figured out. Wow. That's that's pretty cool. All right, Jonas, we ready to do this thing? Oh. All right. Let's go to break real quick. And uh, uh, right after this break, we're going to talk. Oh, oh, okay. It's at 10. All right. We're going to just go to a break. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what type of floors would you like to put in your home? What type of floors do you already have? And what do you like or dislike about it? Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send us an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back.
Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. Mississippi has one of the worst doctor shortages in the country. How can this lack of access to health care be cured? Telehealth is the delivery of health care using technology. It is a video interactive system so that he's on one end of the camera, your mother-in-law's on the other end of the camera. Anything that you can think of doing in person, we can do through telehealth. Can telehealth be Mississippi's virtual lifeline? Tonight at 9 on MPB-TV. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Guess what we're not talking about this morning? <laughs> Yay. Uh, let's talk about something more fun, okay? Let's talk about DIY on your home and making things better. We're talking about putting down floors this morning. You can call us at 877-MPB-RING. Let's go to James on the road, and he's got a question about pulling up floors. Are you with us, James? Yes. So what's going on with this floor you're working on? All right, well, I haven't started working on it yet. I've been in the house about two and a half years after I got out of Axe Duty Army, and the house built 79. It's got old, ugly floor tile in it. And what I'm wanting to do is I'm taking some old wood flooring out of my grandparents' old house. It's a, it's a house store built in 1943, and I want to repurpose uh, the wood flooring. Oh, man. Nice. Uh, I, I'm sorry, you want to do what? What was that last part? Uh, well, my, my grandparents had a, uh, it was a house, grocery store, bar, and the floors are, are wood. It was built in 43, and I want to repurpose the wood, mm-hmm. the wood floors, and put it in my house. Are you um, are, are you on a slab, James? Yes. Okay. Um, Getting tile up from a slab is a blast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pull it, pull it up, and and uh, you know, glue your glue your uh, uh, grandparents' wood down there. The 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 cool thing is, James. I don't know if you do you have uh do you have tools? Do you have equipment? Well, I've got family who does. Oh, okay, okay. Perfect. It's always good to have friends. Yeah. Uh, right, let me tell you, if you're getting tile up off of a slab of concrete, uh, you do want power tools. Uh, yeah. And and you know on the on the home shows they show you some some dude swinging a sledge at that tile that is the hard way man yeah um they, you you know uh, there are things out there that that look like small jackhammers that do a great job and really quick on that kind of tile yeah and and you can rent you can rent them right um go down your local rental store get mm-hmm. you a um, um, tool to um, jackhammer that out, and it, it really goes fast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll come up in no time. And they have the different blades for different sizes. Mm-hmm. You know, chisel under there, and then yeah. our chisel will really get it. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, put the sledgehammer down. It looks fun, but it's it, it's hard work. So It's a little back-breaking now. Um, yeah. You're going to have to um, work the tools. Well, working on the floors or the ceilings are always back-breaking. So. All right, thanks, James. We appreciate it. Let's go to Jan and Summit's got a question about carpet disposal. Are you with us, Jan? Hello? Hey, Jan. And so you, you want to get rid of some carpet? Well, I got rid of the carpet, and I want to tell you what I did with it. Oh. Um, I, I took out a piece of uh, very fine, um, about 25-year-old wool carpet mm-hmm. out of a um, 30 by 15 space. Uh, and the worst part of it was stupid little tack strips. Yeah. But to get rid of the carpet, uh, I cut it into 14-inch strips with a uh, utility knife and use it for mulch in my garden. Oh, come on. Are you serious? Yeah, and it's wonderful. It's been out there now for three years. It does not seem to decompose. Uh, it keeps, you know, the, the rainwater can get through it. Uh, I don't know what the backing was made, but it must have been really good stuff, but it's still out there, and it's wow. a wonderful mulch. Are you serious? Around your Never. trees looks carpeted? Well, well, <laughs> I have it in rows in my garden, but uh, I do have it under some of my trees, and I cut it so that 
uh, the little pieces kind of overlap, and I put leaves on top of them. That is so cool. And we've never, never even thought about that. Yeah, consider. Uh, okay. That's like cool an indoor-outdoor carpet or just all-purpose? Yeah. <laughs> it works. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Appreciate that. That's a, that's a good uh, uh, recycling use. Right, it is definitely indoor outdoor. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you took it to the landfill, that's basically what they would do with it. Right. That's, <laughs> that's true. true. All right. Let's go to Beverly in Columbia. Has got a question on bathroom flooring. Are you with us, Beverly? Yes, I am. All right. So, what's going on with this bathroom floor? I have a bedroom that I'm going to convert to a handicapped bathroom, uh-huh. and it has oak floors in it. And mm. I really didn't want to take up my floors. I wondered how far out in front of the shower that I need to come with tile. Uh, without taking the wood floors up? Right. Uh, you know, and, and, and you don't have to, you don't have to have tile in the bathroom. You can have wood if you do the wood right. Jeff? Okay. Uh, sure. Now, what do you think, Dale? Yeah, you got to keep it preserved, though. You you would definitely have to put a good finish on there. Yeah. Um, the, the number one... Um, Penny thick, light coating, clear like they do on the uh, laminate tabletops, yeah. and that way that you protect it. Um, she said handicap now, so so we yeah we got to put some skin in there for that. We got to look at at um, it being skid proof. Now, are you doing a roll in shower or are you putting yeah. a curb? Okay, will be a true roll in. Yeah. Okay. Slope properly, you could probably cut your wood off right there. Put your tile shower in, and um, um, it's still going to get a little wet right there, but, you know, you could, uh, I don't know if we're talking wheelchair or what, but. um, Well, I don't know. I I don't, you know, I'm just trying to anticipate future needs. Okay, okay. So nothing happened yet. Okay, future needs, got you. Yeah, if you didn't want to take all the wood out, you could leave wood in your bathroom. That's not unheard of. Mm Mm-mm. That sounds good. Yeah, uh, just make sure, like Dell said, get the right coating on that, yes. and uh, try to look for something that is uh, that is thick enough so that it's not penetrated by the water, but still has some anti-slip agent to it. Sure. Yes. What would that be? What was the name of that again? Well, I'm not going. I don't know a name of it, but I can tell you okay. that you, you can get it at your home stores. Uh, okay. And you can you can look for a finish that has some of them have a a little grit to them. You know, uh-huh. uh, and you can ask for that. As a matter of fact, and you can always add a little skip yep. to your um, to your finish, right? But just explain to them what you're doing, and they'll recommend several different products, right? Okay, thank you. All right, thanks, Beverly. Let's go to Alan in Starkville. Uh, what's going on in Starkville, Alan? Alan, you with us? Yes, sir. Thank you, gentlemen, for your time and expertise. Thank you. So, what's so, going on? I've, I've got a '70s house. Uh, and talking about putting in tile in the entryway from outside, so it's an outside door with uh, weather sealing uh, underneath, door sweeps. And uh, I've got diagonal six-inch boards as a subfloor. And so the standard is to put plywood on top of that and then a hardy board or backer board on top of that and then your mud bed and your tile. But if I do that, then I'm going to come up awfully close into those sweeps and be ripping them off. So I'm wondering if I can go two layers of, like, hardy board instead of uh, doing the three-quarter inch and then the hardy board and then the tile. Gentlemen? Yeah, you can. Now, you know hardy comes in quarter-inch and half-inch. So uh, Affirmative, <clears throat> yeah, and I would put the half-inch, two half-inch layers. Well, if you're going to go two half inch, just go one, go half inch plywood, and then go half inch hardy. That's you've done the same thing by by doing two half inch hardies. Okay, and just use half inch uh, plywood. Sure, okay. sure. Yeah, because right. because you're 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 going over the other subfloor, correct? Affirmative. Right. So leave that subfloor there. Go your go your half inch um, plywood, and then put your hardy on top of that. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it, Alan. 
All right, talking about floors this morning, the number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We're going to take a quick break. We'll continue our discussion. What type of floors do you like to put in your home? What type of floors do you already have? And are you thinking about changing some flooring? Go ahead and give us a call. i got a couple of contractors here. Their, uh, their advice is on the house today. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. I'm Marco Werman. PRI's The World brings you more than just today's news. Well, the poor old British pub has been around for 2,000 years. We introduce you to people around the globe. I'm a Liberian, but I'm part of Africa. If we were only only in Argentina... I think it's a Scottish thing, you know? This sense of doom there, but it's always kind of amusing to us. Join us and hear the world. Tonight at 7 on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore of, of uh, Affordable Solutions 601. Jeff Salmon from Houseworks. I'm getting ahead of myself this morning, fellas. Um, uh, it's it's fun to talk about not the other thing. Floors so, are exciting. <laughs> right. 877-MPB-RING is the number to call. Let's go to Jeremy in Hattiesburg. He's got a question about vinyl flooring. Are you with us this morning, Jeremy? Yeah, I'm here. So what's going on in this vinyl floor? Well, I have a, uh, a shop in Hattiesburg, and um, my vinyl floor uh, was put in by the previous owner, and they used a lot of adhesive on oh, yeah. the uh the floor there and so it's seeping out from under and it causes a huge mess on my floor and i've been told that pretty much i'm up against using degreaser and a deck brush to get oh. stuff off my floor mm. uh, any other suggestion you guys could offer you have a match <laughs> um this this is gonna it, well this is not gonna be pretty now is this adhesive is it still kind of sticky or is it is it oh, yeah, solid now absolutely. yeah yeah it's it's it, it's gonna stay sticky forever Oh, hot um, water with a little uh, soap or something. No. Uh, um, degrees of Is this something you own? Do you own this building? I don't own it. No, I, I Okay, I you're it. renting. Okay. I think I'd call my landlord and try to get a new floor. Right. Because uh, oh, it's, it's, it's going to continue coming up, you know? Okay. Because um, I've, I've been told by some people that it would run its course and it would eventually dry up, but uh, I've, it's been you know months. It's it's not. I don't think it's designed up. to dry up. No, man. In certain it's cases, not. you might could get a heavy um, 150 pound roller and roll that on out and just mop. You could try that. That's you could try that. And we have done it, but it's sure. messy. <laughs> and, but um, I mean, he he's dealing with the mess right now every right, day. Right. So your complaint needs to be heard because it's not going to get any better. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that, you guys. Thanks, Thanks Jeremy. Thanks. I think that's the guy that comes on the next show here in Everyday Tech sometimes. Anyway, I think that's that guy. All right. Let's go to uh, Mikey Mobile on uh, sealant and vinyl. I wonder if her question is is like Jeremy's. What's going on, Mikey? Hey, good morning. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to have an answer for me or not this morning on this one. Um, uh, uh, Vinyl tiles put down... Unfortunately, over my objection, the contractor put down the wrong leveling compound. Mm-hmm. House is on piers, uh, plywood subfloor. 
um, despite the fact that, that they put down the uh, uh, regular tile instead of the the stuff that's supposed to be put down for the vinyl stick tile things, mm-hmm. which came with a lifetime guarantee, by the way. Right. Um, of course, now with the, it's a high moisture area waterfront, so now the seams are failing mm-hmm. on some of those things. Is it at all possible? To find some sort, because I really love the look of the floor. It looks like slate, mm-hmm. literally. I mean, I've had a contractor come in and look at it before, and he went, "Oh, is that slate?" And I went, "Well, no, you know." Um, but is there some kind of a covering? Is there a coating? Um, I know that polyurethane would work for wood. Is there anything that's comparable that I could use to just, because it's only on the seams and it's only during part of the year when the moisture content is coming up from the underneath. Well, you just hit it on the head because I was going to say the problem is not the tile. It's right. what's under, right. meaning, meaning uh, do you have a good uh, vapor barrier under this floor? Don't yet, no, and, oh. and won't be able to put one up for a while. Well, I'm, I, the reason why I'm saying that is that there, there is no stopping moisture from getting through there unless you have a vapor barrier. Yeah. Uh, and there, if you put something on the top, all that's going to do is not allow the moisture to evaporate, and then the moisture just stays in that wood right. underneath. But that's not going to stop the seams from curling. So once I get the moisture... A barrier, even if it's just plastic stapled to the underneath. I mean, this is basically a treehouse. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> right. I mean, you know. There is uh, a product um, that we've used that has a flexible grout that uh, bonds and huh. flexes with the uh, floor. What's as it, it called? I will have to look that up in my uh, note, but it is, um, I don't have it is on it the more top of the, of my head. like the vinyl grout kind of stuff? Like the it uh, is uh, like plastic. We just grout. used it. I don't, I don't want to misquote. There's a product called Grout Caulk. Um, it, it's it's like ninety dollars a gallon, so it it flexes and bond. Mm-hmm. It goes with the uh, snap tile, so okay. it, it's really. No, uh, no, this is not snap tile. This is right. This no, is we've used it on multiple. Right. I think I think uh, those are both uh, good ideas, and I, I like the idea of the grout caulk. Mm-hmm. That was uh, that. That's a good idea. And it afflicts with it. Yeah. All right, Mikey, uh hope we can help out there. We're gonna to need to go ahead and go to Trey in Pascagoula. He's got an old pine flooring. Boy, these things can be absolutely gorgeous. Are you with us, Trey? Hey Trey, you there? Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. So uh you've got an old pine flooring, right? Yes, sir. So what's going on with this? Uh well we're talking about go ahead and resealing it, but we have spaces in between uh in between the planks, you know. Mm-hmm. And from- yep. What research I've done is I heard they used to put the sawdust in there from when they milled the wood mm-hmm. and use as their expansion for it because there's no uh, subfloor under the house. Mm-hmm. And Thoughts? I was just wondering what we could use to fill up those uh, cracks before we went and resealed the floors. Are those, uh, there's no subfloor. So the, yeah, no, so no the finished floor is right over the floor joists. Yeah, it's built on rough cut two by two. Wow. And the five and a quarter uh, heart pound board is nailed straight to the floor joist. Man, wow. That's, yeah, well, that's we, amazing. We come and put uh, closed cell insulation. We sprayed the underneath of the house. Okay. Yeah, vapor barrier. Okay. So, okay. So, so now you're just doing this for cosmetics. You, you're yeah, not. Sir, it's, Okay. I've got, I've got kids, little kids, and they like to pick up the little pieces that come out. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> put some put some wood filler in it. Yeah. Wood. Yeah. Okay. Now I have a bunch of the original flooring. Could I go ahead and grind that up, so to speak, and refill it with the original sawdust, or should it make that big of a deal? Yeah, uh, it's gonna it's gonna come out like the last one did uh, yeah. over time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can put that down and then put a coating over it. Yeah. And, or, and, or glue it. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I guess you could glue it in there, and that way you'll um, at least get a color match if you do sure. that. If sure. you have the yeah. time and want to be crafty, but they do have the new fillers that are flex and last longer. That's true, and you can choose colors. Come in uh, a tube and just skeet it out and. Mm-hmm. Wipe it and be that, through with it. Well, that wouldn't be bad because I mean it's beautiful floors. Right. Beautiful floors. Okay. Make sure you get the right filler. Just putting over the top of it, sealing it with. Uh, poly. Yeah. Poly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it. I've got it in my man cave, and um, you know I like the cracks. I call it character. 
Right. Yeah, so. no, it, it's fine. I, I yeah. like it too. My buddy, they did theirs and they left the cracks open. But before yeah, I did. they put the floor down, they put black felt paper down. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the cracks are just because it's that much more of a dimension to it. Right. And it also acts as a, a vapor barrier. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Trey, we appreciate it. We're going to move on to James in Tylertown. Uh, Am I saying Terrazzo Flores? Is that is that how you say that? Sure. Okay. Yep. Uh, how's it going, James? James, hey. are you with us? Hello. Hey. Uh, yes, I am. I'm here. Hello. Hi. So Hello. what was your question about the floors? Uh, terrazzo floors, 40-year-old mm-hmm. terrazzo floors that are damaged in two ways. There's some little pit holes where about a quarter inch deep where chunks have come out and the floor is a little raised in those areas and then also around the corners of some of the rooms just the surface is worn out and you have a kind of gritty quality in between the chips know anything about that how to fix it man I, I don't because you know that 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 terrazzo floor if i remember properly that thing was poured um yes yes Oh, wow. yeah. Little chips poured into yes. a kind of concrete base. Yes. And then they polished um, it, put a surface on it, you know. But whoever had this uh, building before us kind of ruined them. So right. I'm not quite so sure. Can you just get them? Re- if anything, can you just get them resurfaced? I don't think so. I mean, really? it's a it's a poured product. It's a beautiful product, right. James. I, I, you know, I can't answer that. <laughs> I'm I would, sorry. I would call someone who redoes floors and ask if they yeah. if they if they do resurface terrazzo floors. I, I th- what do you think, Del? Um, I, I looked I looked online a little bit, and they do, and it costs from two to five dollars per square foot. Right. But, yeah. Uh, it's a kind of specialty, and I thought maybe you all had some insight, you know. But I guess it's kind of rarer than other types of floors. Yes. Yeah. I would I would Google too for. Um, a quick solution, like in the bottom, maybe um, the type of finish you look for, you know, a repair kit, right? For something like this, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, you know, um, they have so many different chemicals yeah, and bonding agents now. You can just about make anything look. Or buy a carpet. Yeah, you know, you can go for that buy too. A carpet. Yeah, <laughs> or add some character. Right. Yeah. All right, thanks, James. We appreciate it. Wow, Fix It 101. We are out of time already. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and it's funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Jonas Adams. Our call screener today was Sam Wells. For Del Morton, Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. show, Everyday Tech with Sharita Brent. We may be hearing from Hillary Clinton here in just a moment from uh, NPR News. And join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.